good morning and welcome to our family service. I hope you've had a really good week. We've had a good time here. I've been out quite a few times walking floss for my daily exercise, which has been lovely in all the sunshine. I thought today I'd continue with looking at some questions from J. John's book. That's a good question. And I thought today I would look at the question, why did God create the world? Now, J. John doesn't give any real answer to why God created the world because realistically, we don't know what God's mind was because God is so awesome and amazing and Floss is going off somewhere else. But even though we don't know why he created the world, J. John points to the suggestion that God almost created everything in such an amazing way which points us towards a bit about who he is. It points to how amazing and creative and awesome he is. Oh, and she's back. Now, I love the fact that my plum tree in the spring gives me amazing white flowers. It is beautiful in a season where my garden looks really dark and dull. Then the bees come along and they pollinate the flowers. And at the moment I've got hundreds of tiny little plums that are going to grow over the summer into fruit that I can eat. Now God created all of those things to come together to work together like a big jigsaw puzzle. Jen, you might have a favourite animal and you know one of my favourite ones, now don't laugh, is the dung beetle. Now the dung beetle is very special. Here's a quick picture. Can you guess what he's doing? He is moving piles of poo. Now the dung beetle is amazing because he's super strong and he can move balls of poo from places where other animals have, have left their poo and he almost clears the area. He takes balls of poo, massive ones with all his strength and he buries them which then become food for his babies which is a bit grim I know but can you imagine the mind of God that created that? He didn't want Africa to be covered with poo from all the different animals. He created other animals that were going to get rid of it for them. I love how that points to the creativeness and the beauty of God. So I'd love to challenge you this week. Think of something that you really appreciate. It might be an animal. It might be something that you see as you go out. And just ask God, why did he create that? How did he create it in such a special way? And just thank him for the creativeness and the awesomeness that that is. Well, this morning we're going to have Hannah lead us in worship. We've got Natalie coming to talk to us. And of course, we've got Professor Jess. So I'm going to over, hand over now to Hannah. Take care. Good morning, I'm Hannah, this is Omi. We're going to help you out with some worship this morning. But before we do, we want you to get nice and comfortable because we have a very exciting world premiere for you. Ooh. Here we are on day four on set of David and the Returners of the Lost Ark. Today we are going to get a really exclusive interview and set tour with our director. But it's top secret. Come on then, let's go in. Oh, hello! Welcome to the set of Dashrafla. 
You may have heard the story of David before, but never like this. We have gained exclusive access to clips from back in 1024 BC, and you're going to get to see them today. Let's go in. Our story focuses on the return of the Ark of the Covenant to Israel, whose king at the time was King David. He used to be a sheep farmer, and he's trying, but not quite managing, to shake his old habits. Um, king David, you need it back on set. A king little crazy majestic thoughts. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he was a big fan of worshipping God and just generally being around him. He actually wrote quite a lot of songs, but sadly not many people have heard of them. They're called Persomles. Persomles. Anyway. He was kind of the Chris Tomlin of his day. Good, good father, it's who you are, it's who you The Ark of the Covenant was this big chest-like thing where the Israelites kept lots of items that reminded them of God's faithfulness. Hey David, what are you looking at? I think I just found the Ark of the Covenant. Oh, I think you have too. What's inside? Well, to live inside of us, the people of God could only be in his presence when they had the Ark of the Covenant. So when that was stolen by the Philistines, it was kind of a big deal. David was pretty sad about it. After many struggles and many casualties, they finally got it back from the Philistines. David was ecstatic. He was massively excited. As they started the procession into the city with the ark, David was at the front. And I'm not talking like woohoos and half-heartedly dancing, giving each other high fives. I'm talking full out, dad dancing, no shame, having a disco. David's clothes, his kingly robes were kind of heavy and they got in the way. He took them off. He stripped down to his underpants. He does what? David was pretty in love with God. It takes a lot for a king to humiliate himself like that. That's the story of Datrafla. Coming to a screen near you.
God loves it when we go crazy for him and just let go of everything that might hold us back, thinking only of him and how awesome he is and how grateful we are that he created us, he loves us, and he gave everything to get us back. In 2 Samuel 6, 14 to 15, it says David danced with all his might before the Lord and that the Israelites and David shouted with joy. Let's give everything we've got this morning and dance with all our bodies and all our voices. Although, please keep your clothes on. Don't do it, David. Okay, so it's time for us to get warm and we're gonna do an exercise called rubber chicken. So I need all you kids, all your adults, standing up on your feet, please. And what we're gonna do for rubber chicken, we're gonna start with our right arm in the air. Hannah's gonna demonstrate with me. We're gonna do eight times shaking our right arm. Let's go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, so it's gonna be a bit quicker than this. Then we're gonna go to our left arm. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Then we're gonna go to our right leg. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That, that was quite high. And then our left. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, fantastic. And then, once we've done that eight times on each, we're then gonna do four times on each. So right arm, left arm, right leg, left leg. Then two times on each. Right, left, right, left. One time on each, it gets very quick. One, 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 one. And then finally, we go, roll the chicken. Okay, are you ready, Hannah? I think so. Let's go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 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 One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, 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 so, it's time for our first song, but to keep you on your toes, we're not going to teach you the actions this week. No, but there are dance breaks and you need to be prepared. So, everybody in the room that you're in, why don't you name one dance move that you're going to do during the duration of the dance breaks? You have five seconds. Go!
that one there's a lot of actions in there really good job just before we go to the next song we're going to quickly pray thank you god that you no longer limit your spirit to just one place one people one time but that you chose to come and live inside of us when we say yes to jesus thank you god that you are mighty and that you are strong and no one compares to you amen the next song we're going to do is Nothing Is Impossible by Planet Shakers. And if you remember from last week, you're not allowed to say the words nothing is impossible. You have to shout them. Let's do this.
job, well done, you smashed that. So, take a breather, take a deep breath in. Good. So, find some space in the room that you're in. We're gonna spend some time with Jesus. If we can find some paper, pens, pencils, whatever works best for you. We believe that God speaks to us. So we're gonna ask him to do that right now. Just like we are all different, God speaks to us in different ways. Today, we're gonna to focus on how he can speak to us through our imaginations, through pictures. So, while we put this song on, I want you to take a second to think of someone, someone you love, who might need a little bit of encouragement today. And then, I want you to close your eyes and ask God to give you a picture for them. When that picture comes into your head, go ahead and draw it. And then there also might be some words that you need to write with it. So go ahead and write those down too. Once you've done that, it might be that you post that to that person. Or if your parents have their number, you might want to text it to them or anything like that. We want to use this time to speak to God to get encouragement for someone that we love. This is Tremble. We're going to listen to it sung by Matt from King's Arms Church. Will bring it all to peace The storm surrounding me Let it break At your name still And call the sea to still The rage in me to still Every wave At your name we sing Jesus, Jesus you make the darkness tremble, oh, Jesus, Jesus. You silence fill my Jesus, Jesus. You make the darkness tremble, oh, Jesus, Jesus. Singing again, sing Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You make the darkness tremble, oh, Jesus, Jesus. Your silence fill my Jesus, Jesus. You make the darkness tremble, oh, Jesus, Jesus. Your name, your name now. Your name is a lie that the shadows can't deny. Your name cannot be overcome. Your name is life, forever lifted high. And your name cannot be overcome. Your name is life that the shadows can't deny. And your name cannot be overcome oh, your name is alive forever lifted high and your name cannot be overcome 
darkness tremble and Jesus, Jesus, your silence fit. Jesus, Jesus, you make the darkness tremble. Jesus, Jesus, and your silence darkness tremble Jesus, Jesus and you silence fear my Jesus Jesus you make the darkness tremble Jesus, Jesus Prince of Peace Prince of Peace that's your name that's your name Thank you, God, that you love it when we laugh and have fun in your presence. But that you also care about the biggest and the tiniest things in each of our lives. Thank you that your presence has been with us today. And I pray you fill us up with your love so that we can be a blessing to the people around us this week. Amen. I'm now going to hand you over to Anastasia and Anoush, who are going to help us out with our memory verse. Hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome to today's Bible verse with Anoush and my friend Anastasia. Hey, Anastasia, have you ever been waiting for something for so long? Oh, yeah. I find it really difficult when I'm waiting for my birthday or Christmas or even dinner. Have you guys ever found that? Actually, today I was reading the Bible and I found a very interesting verse. Uh, it was in a Psalms, guys, in uh, chapter 37, the verse 7, I think. Oh, can you read it for us? Yes, why not? And it says, Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Wow, that sounds tricky. Yeah, uh, shall we act it? Yeah, guys, stand up on your feet. We're going to act yep. it together. We are going to need your help, guys, to do some of the actions. So, for be still, we're going to do a ninja pose. On the count of three, let's do our best ninja poses. Are you ready? Yes. One, two, three. Anoush, what are you doing? I don't know. Okay, might need to do that again, guys. Ready? One, two, three. Yeah. Oh, dear. Okay, well, best ninja poses, guys. So, the second action we're going to do, guys, is wait patiently. And we're going to breathe in and breathe out. So wait patiently. Yes. Right, let's do the verse. So it says, be still before the Lord and wait patiently, patiently. for him. One more time. Great. Shall we do one more time, guys? Ready? Go. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently. patiently. For him. Psalm 37. 7. Nice. See you next week, guys. Bye. Morning, guys. My name's Nat, and today I'm going to be talking to you all about a very cool guy from the Bible called Elijah. Now, Elijah was a man who loved God with all of his heart. He always listened to God, and he did exactly what God asked him to do. Now, at this point in the story, he was actually running away. Elijah was running away from some people who wanted to kill him. Now, 
he had gone out into the wilderness. He had walked for 40 days and 40 nights and he was feeling pretty tired. He eventually came to a mountain, a mountain called Mount Sinai. And when he got there, he found a cave. He decided to go into the cave and go to sleep because he was feeling so, so tired. When he was about to go to sleep, he heard a voice. God said to him, what are you doing here, Elijah? Elijah then told God exactly how he was feeling. He told him that he was worried. He told him that he was afraid and he told him that he didn't know what to do next. God then said to him to go out and stand on the mountain where he would meet with him. So Elijah did. He went out, he stood on the mountain and he waited. He waited patiently for God to come and meet with him. But as he stood there, suddenly a mighty windstorm started to blow all around him. God are you there? Elijah wondered if God was in the wind, but God was not in the wind. Following the wind, the earth began to shake. Elijah could feel the ground beneath his feet moving. Rocks were splitting apart. God, are you there? But God was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake, a blazing fire broke out all around Elijah. Elijah was worried, thinking, what is going on? God, is this you? But God was not in the fire. Following the fire, Elijah heard a very gentle whisper. God whispered to Elijah. He wasn't in the fire, he wasn't in the earthquake, and he wasn't in the wind. He was in the whisper. And he reassured Elijah, and he comforted him, and he gave him instructions of what to do next. Now, there's going to be more from this story later, but for now, we're over to Jess. Hi guys, I'm Professor Jess and I'm going to be doing an experiment with you this morning. Let me take you to the lab. Okay, we're doing an absolute classic experiment this morning. It involves a lot of coke and a pack of Mentos. There's not much explanation. I'm going to pop those into the coke and we're going to watch what happens. Let's do it. Safety first. Right, so got to open it. Mm-hmm. 
That was cool. It's great what you can do with a bottle of Coke and some Mentos. Cheers. Oh, that was gross. Right, over to Ask a Leader. Did you guess who it was? It's PK. He helps out with our adventurers group. And if you watched last week, you might have seen him talking to us about Nehemiah. How are you doing, PK? I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. Should we just jump right in? Should we do it? Let's do it. Cool. So we're going to have five questions, then we're going to have some quick fire questions. All right, question number one. How long have you been helping out with King's Kids? Gosh, I think about three, maybe four years, somewhere along that line. Nice. Okay. Question number two. What is your favourite way to spend your time? Ooh, well, I quite like sleeping. Does that count? <laughs> yes, 100%. But when you're not sleeping, can you think of anything else? Oh, okay. Um, hanging out with friends or I'm an artist, so I do a lot of painting. I quite like painting. Mm, that is a beautiful painting. I love it. Thank you very much. Question number three is from Livy, and she says, how many continents have you been to? Oh, good question. Um, been to North America. I lived in um, I lived in Hong Kong for a year, so that's Asia. I've done Central Europe quite a few times. So I think, I'm going to say three. I've been to three continents. Nice, more than me. I've been to one. Never left Europe. That's fine. <laughs> That's cool. I'm fine. You used to go Yeah, I do. I do. Not right now, though, obviously. Um, question number four. What is the most embarrassing outfit that you have ever worn? <laughs> Quite a few, because I was a teenager in the 80s and we had some really cool fashion in those days. But I think yeah. the most embarrassing was when I was about seven or eight, I used to do dance. I used to dance. I trained in ballet and stuff. And um, I was in a production with my dance school. And so in front of about a thousand people, I had to go on stage dressed as Mowgli from the Jungle Book. And so literally just wore like a pair of pants. Oh no. That's I know, so embarrassing, old. right? <laughs> okay, moving on quickly. Number five. Yeah, what do you love most about Jesus? I think I love the fact that when I didn't accept myself for who I was, he accepted me for who he saw me to be. I think that's the, the most precious thing about, about knowing and loving Jesus. He accepts me. Okay, PK, let's go for some quick fire questions. Are you ready? Yes. Let's do it. Silver or gold? Silver. Ice cream or cake? Ice cream. Good. Laser tag or paintballing? Oh, laser tag. Nice. Dog or cat? Dog. Yes, always, correct. Elsa or Anna? Oh, Anna. Hmm, sun or snow? Sun. Mario Kart or FIFA? Really rubbish at those, so I'm gonna go Mario Kart. <laughs> Flower or cactus? Cactus. Oh, and your favorite dance move? Can you do a little demonstration? Um... Hey, there you go. Bring the 80s back. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Thank you, PK. We love you and we miss you and we'll see you soon. Good to see Bye. you. Big shout out to adventurers. Woohoo!
Good morning and welcome to Good News. I'm Jess and this is my colleague Boo and we're going to be reporting on the news from where you are. Now there's been a lot of singing and dancing going on this week. We have Chloe and Daniel with a clip to tell us a little bit more. We have been learning songs about the year. Our favourite one is Set It On A Hill. But now we have Millie and her baby sister Betsy. They've been enjoying music too. Let's go to them to see what they've been up to. Your favourite worship song and game to play? King of the Jungle! King of the Jungle! Who is the king of the jungle? Who is the king of the sea? Who is the king of the universe? And who's the king of me? for that. God brings so much joy, doesn't he? If you at home have something you want to share, send it in and you could be on the news next week. Well, that's all from us, so see you next time. Hi guys, it's me again. So, let's go back to our story about Elijah. Remember, he was stood on the mountain waiting for God to speak to him. He was waiting patiently when suddenly the wind came, the earthquake came, and the fire blazed all around him. But God did not choose to speak to Elijah through any of those loud and amazing ways. No, instead God spoke to Elijah through a very gentle whisper. Now, sometimes in our lives things can be loud and noisy and busy. We might be busy running around the garden with our brothers and sisters having fun. We might be playing with our Lego. We might be playing with our dolls or our toys or watching TV or playing on our computer games. Or we might be doing our homework or we might be doing something fun with our family like playing a board game. There are so many things that we can do with our time. But sometimes we can forget to do what Elijah did. And that is to find a quiet space and just wait patiently for God to speak to us. Now, the good news is, is that we don't have to climb a mountain to hear from God. We can hear from God wherever we are. God loves to talk to us. Maybe God would give you a picture or a verse from the Bible or a song or he might speak to you by giving you some encouraging words. God, there are so many different ways that God speaks to us, but he loves, loves to speak to us. So we've got a challenge for you guys this week. We want you to find a time in your week where you can go somewhere really quiet, somewhere where you can be still and peaceful and wait patiently to hear from God. It might mean you need to put away your toys. You might have to turn off the TV and you might have to turn down your music. 
But the important thing is about making that time to hear from God. Once you've done that, what we want you to do is to record it. So write it down or draw a picture or paint a picture or you can record it on a video message. Whatever it is, make sure you record what God is saying to you at this time. And then if you'd like to, we'd love to hear what God has been saying to you. So send them in. Anyway, that's enough from me for now. But it's been so, so good to connect with you guys today. Hopefully, I'll get to see you soon. Bye. Well, we hope you've enjoyed your morning with us. Thank you for joining us. There were a couple of challenges there for you to do this week um, with your families. Go and find a quiet place and see what God's saying to you. We'd love to hear from you. So like Natalie said, send in your pictures, your photos, your videos. We'd love some good news stories. We'd love to hear just how you're doing. So we hope you have a really fun week. I'm just gonna close with prayer. Dear Jesus, I want to thank you that you love us, that you love us in this different season. I want to pray, would you show us ways that we can have fun, uh, creative fun with you this week as families, with our brothers and sisters, with our mums and dads, with our carers, Lord, that you're in this situation with us. Lord, we want to pray that you would speak to us really clearly when we find our quiet space with you. We want to thank you that you talk to us in big loud voices through nature and in quiet spaces through whispers. We thank you for your goodness to us Lord and we pray would you be with us this week. Amen. Well have a fun week, I look forward to hearing from you and we'll see you next week. Bye.